I brought you a gift. What? I brought you a gift. Hmm? I, I, yeah, I, I saw it under the table. I, I, pre- I prepared a gift. I saw it under there. It's going to be bad, but that's okay because I'm editing it. Yeah. And so I you can just cut in the actual. <laughs> I just, I just fully use. Why are there so many? It'd be crazy for me to just start singing Rainbow Connection right yeah. now. Uh, maybe, maybe people are confused. Maybe they're like, "What are, what are we listening to? Yeah. What are we, what are we yeah. talking about? What's, what's possibly going on here?" I hate you. So, um, you know, yesterday. <laughs> don't shit. Oh, you. We watched Danny Boyle's. Oh, you did a parody. Yesterday. Now it looks as though it's here to stay. Natalie's new favorite <laughs> movie. Yesterday. <laughs> Suddenly. Oh my god, I'm still going. <laughs> Lily James is looking back like at me. Oh. There's a shadow hanging over me. Oh, Lily James looks just like oh. me. <laughs> Why, Ed? Sheeran's It's still there. going. I don't know. She wouldn't say. He's the fourth build lead. <laughs> now he longs for yesterday. There we go. There you go. Oh, in yesterday. Oh. John, Paul, George, and Ringo are okay. Are we doing just a fucking... Hold on. Mark David Chapman now stays far away. Yeah. He's who killed John Lennon. By, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. And that was the end of the song. I, did, I couldn't come up with a fourth verse. That's how you ended it? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let me, let me, you know, and end it with some flair. So he's who killed John Lennon. By the way. You're going to hear just like suddenly all of a sudden a perfect run through of that. I'm going to hear her practicing that for the next two days. And then you're going to hear a flawless rendition no, of that. No, I like to stay authentic to the audience. I know that I just saw a flawless rendition. <laughs> I stay truthful Delaney to Delaney got audience. this ukulele in the mail yesterday? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, when did I get it in the mail? Yesterday. I got a ukulele yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> we watched Danny Boyle's yesterday. yesterday. I at least had a good rhyme scheme going. I, I need credit for the fact that I had I that all. But also, and like, I'm the only person who knows this. I feel like I don't know you any just, of this. You just do that. You can hear I can, just a lot of Yeah, I have really good auditory memory, which is a shame because I'm going deaf. And you also have awful every other memory. No, you have like pretty good memory. I have bad. You have selective memory. If I, that makes it sound like I'm a narcissist. That makes it sound like you could in one moment forget that the Beatles existed. I mean, look, I, did I say that when we watched this, I had said, I think that if I were in this movie, it would have taken me at least three months to even notice anything was different. <laughs> I don't know that I talk about the Beatles ever. No, but you would have noticed the Coca-Cola thing. Yeah, I like Diet Coke. You, you drink a lot of Diet Coke. And I assume that also means that Coke products. Like no I Sprite? Think, I think there'd be no Sprite. I haven't been drinking Sprite lately though. You've been drinking Diet Coke. A lot of Diet Coke. <laughs> like, my point still stands. You're drinking one or the other. I don't know. I think I could be gaslit into going to the grocery store. I mean, like, oh. Uh, I guess I just made that where's up. Where's the Coke section? Because remember how we've been looking for yeast at our local Ralph's <laughs> for months? It just was never there. Why is there not yeast? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't understand. They have two kinds of nutritional yeast and no actual <laughs> yeast. <laughs> Welcome to Stop You Ruining It. We hopped right the fuck in there. This is a podcast about movies. I'm Delaney and I like movies. I'm Natalie and I do not. And 
I am going to say right off, right off the bat. Right off the bat. We both enjoyed this a little bit too much. This movie was good. <laughs> okay, so I would not say I, I... I would watch this movie on the plane to Auckland. So, so, I think that's a really key thing here. And it's something I've seen other people say. This is the perfect movie to watch on a plane. Good plane movie. If this is on the plane, I might also watch it. Just because... And I think... The, the stakes are never high. This is, I think, something that also shows why I don't think it's good, but why you really like it, is that there are absolutely zero stakes My and no consequences. My ideal situation is when there's no stakes in a movie. <laughs> well, you know, I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, it's like fun to watch. It's like lovely, but I'm like, but there are no stakes. And you're like, God, there are no stakes. This is fucking fantastic. Well, yeah, what, what social commentary are they going to do on just the Beatles aren't there? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's definitely like, they came up with a concept and they're like, we're not going to think about this. I like the idea that they came up with it and went, how far do you think we can get pitching this? And then they <laughs> released the movie. So that's the crazy thing is this was written not by Danny Boyle. He which, directed it. Yes, thank you. I'm so, I'm so glad you were. You're welcome. I'm so glad you're here to help me. This was written by the guy who wrote Love Actually. Oh. This is a Richard Curtis movie. I see. Which... This is very much a Richard Curtis movie. Yeah. Because, like, Love Actually has no stakes. About Time doesn't have any stakes. He really writes... I don't like stakes. He really writes things that are... This is Yesterday, by the way. We watched Yesterday. (laughs) But what I was saying is Richard Curtis very much writes, like, very low stakes, like, jolly... (laughs) Jolly romantic movies. But that's a very strange thing to combine with an incredibly high concept. Like, this, this is the high concept to end all high concepts. And he went, but what if we just don't think about it that much? No, this is, you picking this movie was sparked by when we were in Seattle, I believe. <sighs> and we were both very tired. <laughs> like, we had just gotten off the plane. Yeah, we as had, we were tucking into bed. Yeah, it was like 10 p.m. We had just had like a seven hour travel day. Yeah, I just rolled over at one point because the <laughs> silence scares me, I guess. <laughs> And I went, if you went back in time to your middle school self, what would you do? And you said, stop 9-11, which I said, that won't work. (laughs) Unfortunately, you can't Well, no, I don't even think I even said that. Like, the the, the problem was this went on for like 45 minutes because- And then like several days. Because every time I would give an answer, you're like, no, you can't do that. Like, there were- You put- Incre- an incredible amount of stipulations on what I could or could Essentially not Essentially what I said is, this. I, I said, no, there's no stakes. <laughs> I said Danny Boyle's yesterday. I said, no, don't do anything crazy. No, but it, what you said is you were like, I think I would write all of Taylor Swift's discography before yeah. she could. And I went, you want to live out Danny Boyle's yesterday. Yeah. And you went, yeah. Yeah. And mine's even worse because Taylor Swift exists in my world. I mean- John Lennon exists in this world. Yeah, but the Beatles didn't. Yeah, but John wrote most of those. I like the implication that we don't know if the other three are still alive. George, George Harrison died of, like, cancer or something. So yeah. I think he would have still died regardless of whether the Beatles were there or not. Well, hold on. Or no cigarettes. Well, I don't know what cancer George Harrison died of, so let me check. Yeah. That's why I'm Googling. Yeah, I also... Oh, he, d- he did die of lung cancer. <gasps> so you know what? Maybe George Harrison is still alive. But that was just on the line enough that they're like, we're not going to say that for sure. Although I feel like there's the final destination part of this where it's like Ringo, since he didn't go to the meeting, gets hit by a bus. That, that, that's something. It's like, are the other two now dead? Like, yeah. are Ringo and Paul just like... <laughs> there does not matter. There's no stakes whatsoever. It's amazing. I think the, the my conundrum here is I can watch this movie and be like, this movie isn't good. I can see a lot of flaws in this movie. But it's just so easy to watch that I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't see why people hate it. Do you think John Lennon like watched him do his concert and when he went, all the songs I've sang tonight were written by four men 
Ringo Starr, whatever the fuck. Did he say their full names? He said their full names. So John, their seven... full names, the Beatles. Do you think he went? He went. Is that the kid who showed up at my house last week? He's like, man, I've had a really weird string of people just showing up to my fucking house. That one guy was Russian. I don't know how he even knew who I was or how I, how he got out here. I know. I liked the the brief bit where I was like, is that guy just gonna kill Jack? That, that Russian guy just ominously standing in the corner and like it was five very, different It was scenes. very It Follows. 100%. It was shot very It Follows. <laughs> that's that's the other thing about this is Danny Boyle's directorial style is not for this type of movie. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was great. There were a lot of really weird angles, a lot of weird intertextuals. Okay, but we got the blurry Ed Sheeran face and the reveal it was Ed Sheeran. <laughs> there was. I think that's the fun thing about watching this with Natalie is I... I had never watched, like, sat down and watched this movie, but I knew kind of everyone who was in it, and I knew the general plot points. But I also forgot how many jump scares are in this movie. I didn't realize Ed Sheeran was a whole character. Like, like yeah, Joel Fry shows up, and I was like, oh yeah, I should have told you Joel Fry shows up. We love Joel exciting. Fry. Very exciting. Bigger character than I thought he'd be. And well, if you're talking about bigger character than you thought he'd be, it's when he gets a call from Ed Sheeran, and you're like, this must be a one-off phone call. Yeah. That's fine. And then, like there's a fa- and then there's a face in the doorway, and you're like, oh, it's blurred out. I'm sure it's not Ed Sheeran. But then it zooms in, and it just is Ed Sheeran. Just a very dumpy-looking Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and then he comes back multiple times. We see Ed Sheeran a lot. He's the fourth build lead and then also kate mckinnon is there yeah for some reason is she built above him or is joel fry built above him joel fry's built above him <gasps> very few movie people no, are gonna right. go to a it's movie not. being like oh shit ed sheeran's in i don't this. know i could see a lot of people being like i'm sorry ed sheeran is the fourth build person in this <laughs> which on, which makes it honestly more intriguing that he's the fourth yeah. build and not the first build it's so like i think how he was just in an episode of Game of Thrones, and everyone was like, He's also, Why? I think, in one of the Star Wars movies, yeah. just as a jet fighter. He just is there with Arya Stark, and he's like, I'm playing a little song. <laughs> and I'm like, there's like a whole, like, there's so much stuff going on. There's dragons, and he's like, we just hang out and play a little song. He's just a dude. My I kinda, name's Ed. I kind of, I kind of like him. He's just, he doesn't do bad in it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's acting enough, mostly because he's playing himself, Ed Sheeran. I mean, but, that's the nice thing, is that if you get to play yourself... Then you're never really acting. No. Or you're always acting perfectly. Or you're always acting. Because <laughs> you don't, even you don't know yourself. <laughs> so we, we watch, we watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we did what? I guess we could get into it. Yeah. It's, it starts with, so our, our main character is Jack. Yes. He Jack is, something. Yeah. It's Jack Malik, which also Zane would have existed at this point. So do you think he's watching and being like, huh? Huh. No, in this world, there is no Zayn Malik. It's so, only him. So that's, that's... Every band inspired by the Beatles. That's the other thing. It's because we know for a fact that Oasis doesn't exist. Oasis, yes. who sings Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. Wonderwall, also a weirdly big plot point. Gotta say, if that wasn't in... If if I lived in a world without Wonderwall... I'm, you wouldn't have had a boyfriend? Might not have dated my first boyfriend. <laughs> Unfortunately. Or fortunately. Or I might have married my first boyfriend, depending on how it went. <laughs> or I would have gone, he has no flaws. But I'm like, there must be a, there must be so many bands that were like inspired. Like you're telling me the Rolling Stones weren't even a little bit inspired by the Beatles? There's too much. He, he does do a lot of things. Like for the things that he mentions, a large percent of them don't exist anymore. <laughs> like I don't know if he just, if he just. He just loves cigarettes and I don't coke, know if he's just really unlucky that he was like, oh, Oasis, cigarettes, coke, Harry Potter. And everyone was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> or if it literally is just like, I don't think there's a connection between all the, how is Harry Potter involved? I don't know. And is J.K. Rowling homeless still? And that's... <laughs> In this world? 
<laughs> oh no. I mean, this movie is accidentally woke for creating just a world without Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, because they took two problematic things. Because people are also like, oh my god, John, like, people have turned on John Lennon because uh, he beat his, his, his family extensively. Yeah. And whether or not that was connected to... I don't know if 78-year-old John Lennon also beat his family. I'm going to be straight I up. like that they were like, we'll just stay ambiguous about who his wife is. I don't. I feel like he met Yoko because of the of Beatles. It, right? Right? He's got it. But like, right? he did that speech about like, oh, there was a lot of friction, a lot of... Maybe it was, it was a really black woman. complicated. Yeah. Maybe. Like, maybe he just... He had... certainly gave a monologue that read, my wife is not white. Personal relationships. When did he... Oh my God, he had so many wives. Now they're ex-wives. Honestly, I would pay to see six, but of John Lennon's ex-wives. I told you that I got cast once in a a kind of a version of six at at theater camp. I would hope so. I was like, otherwise. Not like a real casting, but like a version, kind of a version of six. It was, I think before six came out, but it was like six adjacent where it was like women throughout history. And I was cast as Yoko Ono. (laughs) Were you the only Asian girl? Yes, of course I was. (laughs) It was like misunderstood women throughout history. And Yoko Ono was like the main character. And I went, this is who you picked? He met Yoko Ono in 1966. And the Beatles started in 1960. So I do think, I'm I'm sure if he wasn't in the Beatles, his life wouldn't have taken to him wherever he met Yoko Ono. I really feel like Yoko Ono walked. So a lot of... So uh, Olivia Munn could run? So that a lot of Asian (laughs) girls could run. And I don't want to think of a world where she did not pave that way for us. God, God, she was lamb. Bastard. People hated her, and you you don't know a lot about the Beatles. No, right? but I know about that. But you know you know about Asian, yeah, <laughs> Asian second wife. What even? What year is this? Is this? I think it's it's present day. Which when no, the no, like what, what year is Yoko Ono? So like I actually just said, they met in 1966. Oh, sorry. Okay, so my parents and then they um, married in 1969. Okay, after and that was while they were, but she was pregnant in 1968. He met her. Basically, while he was still married. Of course he did. Divorced his wife. Again, walked so we could run. <laughs> and so this was this was mid, mid to late 60s. And when was he killed? Um, 1980. Okay, so a six-year-old version of my mother might have watched this these events play out and been like, maybe I will be with an Asian person also. <laughs> I mean, look, I think even to this day, she's like, she's like, I loved him. Like... I think she did. I think she really did. And I think he, I, I, I would like to imagine that he I also. I kind of feel like they were very compatible. Yeah. Um, he did have a mistress while he was the with way Yoko Ono. She was also Asian. Her name was <gasps> Mei Peng. <laughs> Maybe Mei Peng walked so the rest of us yeah. could run. <laughs> <laughs> Mei Peng walked so that you can run to take John Mulaney from Olivia Munn. I was going to say, did I not do, I, maybe I don't exist in this world. Interesting. Because my mom never saw these events right. and went, oh, interracial dating has become opened up to the... <laughs> that was the first time she went, oh my God. Asians. Oh my God. But basically, Jack is just a little singer-songwriter. He's in the town of Suffolk. Suffolk? Suffolk. Which, actually, Ed Sheeran is from Suffolk. So like, you know... Man, that town's having a crazy time <laughs> in the movie. That town has had a great few years. Damn. He like he's also a teacher. Uh huh. No, he's not. No, he oh he used to be. He was a teacher. Or he was like in school to be a teacher. He was a teacher. Left teaching to be a musician, but also still works part time at a superstore. Yeah. And his manager and best friend Ellie is a teacher, but is also his manager. His his, like, his music manager. manager. Yeah. Not his manager at the superstore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, Ellie is his like pro bono music manager. She looks like sophomore, freshman year Delaney. Honestly, I mean, like that, that's what I was saying. That's when your hair was that length. It was also that length after I came back from abroad because I cut my hair right before I went abroad too. But this was my first introduction to this movie other than like it coming out was my boyfriend at the time was like, oh my God, you look so much like Lily James from yesterday. And I went, why do you have to specify yesterday Lily James? Because like I've heard Lily James before. I still don't see it. Yeah. I saw it in this. And like I- Lily James <laughs> has always been like eyebrows. It's eyebrows. And like, this is what her hair is dark. Yeah. It's curly. And she is wearing outfits I would wear. The problem is this is the version of Lily James where they're trying so hard to, <laughs> to make, make her, her frumpy. Dumpy. Yeah. They're like, we've got to make her a little bit ugly. How do we make her look less And they fail hot. so bad. They're, it's so stupid to me that she's like, I've been waiting for you it's to It's so stupid me. that he never had a crush on her. She is so hot. Like <laughs> that's because they've been friends since they were like 10. Yeah. And she's always believed in his stupid she dreams. She saw him at like the school talent show playing, playing Wonderwall, Wonderwall, which now- So in this world, so, shouldn't they not know so each other? So in this or in this world, when she thinks of how they met, is she just like, yeah, you played f- another, like- Yeah. <laughs> like, what did he play in this world? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Because Unless like- back then he wrote Wonderwall. <laughs> She was like, yeah, you really wrote that great original song. That's the thing that is weird is that it becomes kind of unclear. How much has Why changed? Why did this happen <laughs> is never really fully explained, which no, is good. Because what happens, you know, he's he's, he's not at, doing a good he's job. He's not doing a good job. And so one night he's like, I quit. I quit. I he does quit. what he does frequently throughout the movie. And he goes, stop the car and just gets out of he the car. He does it like five times. She's driving and he just has her stop at a random place and he starts walking. Does he like not have his license? Why is she always driving him around? I think I think he doesn't have a car. He mm. has a bike. Because he, he literally goes, all right, stop here. And he goes over a hill to his bike <laughs> and gets on his bike to go the rest of the way. He gets on his bike and just gets fucking pummeled by a bus. But he gets pummeled by a bus as the entire world goes through a unanimous blackout. For 14 seconds. For the exact amount of time it takes to be hit, hit by, by a bus. bus. Evidently. Now, what happened to these other two people while the world was blackout? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think they also got hit by buses. Also, like, were there any smaller people who were hit by buses but didn't know who the Beatles were? So they're just walking around going, how does no one know what Coke is? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean none of you have read Harry Potter? It's you. Where you're just like, I'm not going to, like, make a big deal out of I it. But... Like, like, maybe I'm wrong. Or... <laughs> Like, did you, are you guys, are you guys mad at me? Like, why are you telling me that Coke doesn't exist? <laughs> yeah, he gets hit by this bus. He, like, cracks his fucking face open. They're like, no. He's, he, like, loses his two teeth. In the hospital, and this is something that you mentioned, where he's very lucky that he regularly speaks in Beatles references. Yes! <laughs> which he does before the accident, yeah. too. Like, they're leaving a music festival. He's like, oh, it's a, it's a long and winding road. And then in the, in the hospital, he makes some other, like, lyrical reference. And Lily James is like, <laughs> what? what? Anyway, I gotta go. And he's like, why are you so confused? Well, and then he has like lunch with his friends. Who they are, have like, like a little like, you got hit by a bus party. Yeah, I want one of those. You got hit by a bus. Okay, but, and they give him back his guitar because I assume it got pummeled by the bus yeah, as well. Yeah, did they get him a new guitar? It was looked nice. It was a nice guitar and he starts playing Yesterday yeah. and they're like, dude, this is the best this song ever. This is a beautiful written. song. And he, for the next like 20 minutes, thinks like, they're playing the meanest prank like, on you him. You guys are Dicks. Like he's literally like you guys are playing the so- meanest joke on me, and like my, honestly that was probably the highest stakes of the whole movie because for a little bit there I was like does he think that his friends are just like sociopaths? Because he's like okay yeah you know Whatever, they keep being huh? like oh you wrote this song it's incredible and he's like no guys it's the Beatles and then they're like he, the he's what? just convinced that they're they all met 
and went, we're going to pretend like the Beatles don't exist just to fuck with Jack. Including Joel Fry, who was invited for some reason. Because <laughs> he's his friend now. And Joel Fry leans over and goes, you mean like the bug Beatles or the, the car Beatles? And yeah. he's like, I'm going to kill all of you. And then he goes home and Googles the Beatles and it comes up with the bug Beatles yeah. and the car Beatles. Yeah. And then he goes, no, no, no. And then he goes through his disc collection and there's no... Yeah, he also Googles John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and it just comes with uh, Pope John Paul II. <laughs> Which is very funny. <laughs> and then he, I guess, goes, okay, does Oasis still exist? Well, and he just gives him a picture of a camel. And, well, because, like, of, like, a desert oasis. Yeah. No, and, I know, but, like, there were, like, several just close-up shots of camel faces. <laughs> and he's like, okay, Oasis doesn't exist. Well, I don't know why he thought to Google the only other band I think that doesn't exist, because the Rolling Stones exist. I guess Ed Sheeran exists, even though I'm almost positive he would have been inspired by the Beatles. Yeah. As just like a kid playing guitar from Suffolk, but sure. Taylor Swift, I'm assuming, must exist. No, she, I mean, she exists because she was a James Taylor girly. Now, was James Taylor inspired by the Beatles? I do not know. Who knows? I, I, I can't give you that information. I don't know. I honestly can't tell you who anyone <laughs> is. And so now he's just like, I can play these songs as my own. And, that, and that's his thing. He like goes to his parents' house and he's like, I wrote a new song. And they're like, what is it? And he's like, it's called Let It Be. And they're like, that's a dumbass. We get the very convenient visual uh, detail that whenever he needs to remember things, he writes them on post-it notes and puts it up on his wall. Well, because that's another uh, like thing is he's like, I remember the lyrics to most of them. However, he's like, I can't, I can't fucking remember Eleanor the words Rigby. to Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> and that takes like an hour. It is a main plot point. It's, um, yeah, actually, you know what? I think I think now's a good time to take a break before we talk too much about Beatles songs to test how quickly you would realize that the Beatles didn't exist. It would take me forever. Exactly. So you wouldn't say you know a lot about the Beatles. No. So I just have a playlist. I do on... know Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. You know that that's the name of the album. Yes. I was it's like... the name of the album? No. I thought it was just a song. <laughs> that's the whole is, it, is there a song by that name? Yes. Yes. My new favorite song. Oh, good news for you. It's not on the playlist. <laughs> I have this playlist on my Spotify called, Is This the Beatles? Minigame. And I'm now just- Now you made this playlist, right? You didn't just find it? That'd be crazy. That's why I'm not just asking. <laughs> I did make this playlist and you're just going to tell me, is it the Beatles or is it not? And if it's not, if you can guess who it is, great. But I also understand that that might be also difficult. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Nope. <laughs> that sounds like ABBA. No, like it doesn't sound like it. Oh, like okay. if you go back, it sounds like Waterloo from ABBA. Sure. Waterloo from ABBA. From ABBA. <laughs> Is that your guess? And that it's, it's, not, ABBA? it's not It's not Waterloo ABBA. by ABBA. It's crazy little thing called Love. Rolling Stones. By Queen. I'm fucked. <laughs> This is the Beatles. Yes. What's the song? Here comes the sun. Good job. Because and I asked, your, and what was your main question? I asked, <laughs> what song did the B movie use then? <laughs> Which, you know what? You got me there. <laughs> you got me there. It oh. is so like I feel like it's not common to use the Beatles because the rights are like you know kind of hard to get. It's not that they're hot. They might be more expensive than but others. But the B movie went, you know what? We're going to get it. I think, hold on. I think because it was produced by Jerry Seinfeld, it had a, it had a budget of $150 million. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I just... And it made $300 million. I don't know how many movies are out there that were like, we used, we iconically used the Beatles. <laughs> However, I think that the B movie gets to use it in its entirety. <laughs> well, yeah, if you, get the, if you get the rights, you might as well fucking yeah. milk it. All right, next. 
Beatles. Mm-hmm. Is it called All the Lonely People? No. Damn it. Is it called I Look at All the Lonely People? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is The Lonely People? Yes! I, let her, I meant to listen to this song, because this song sounds like I would like this song. Oh, this song rules. This song sounds... Oh. You know why I feel like I would like this song? Why? Because it's a... It's just a full-ass plot. Yeah, because you know what song I know what song I like. Um, speak now. Speak now, and then um, uh, just imagine as I'm pacing the pews in the church corridor, oh, and I can't help but to hear. Oh god! I also like. I love a good just narrated story over music. <laughs> it has to be a wedding. And a lot of wedding-based stories. It simply stories. has to be a wedding. I All like right. wedding-based stories. So good job. You got that without even knowing it was Eleanor Rigby. All right, next. Not the Beatles. Okay, who is it? Queen again? No. Oh. <laughs> That's the Beach Boys. It is? Yeah. Oh. The Beach Boys, I don't... I, I think that they... I think you get them confused with the Beastie Boys. They... No, I don't. Oh. They just exist in a very specific part of my brain where it's just dark. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy, because all of their stuff is so just happy beach music. Because I... Well, because... In my brain, I'm like, okay, just like um, word association, association of things. They go in there with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys for me. Oh, interesting. And then, that's Beastie Boys, though. Beastie Boys okay. was around during that time. So that's what might goes in my brain, but I'm also like, no, I don't 50s. think it's correct. No, like all of the music from Teen Beach Movie is just like Beach Boy songs. Okay. Like that's, 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 that's. Did Our Flag use a Beach Boy song? Our Prayer. Yeah. Incredible use. Okay, I, the, the important thing is for you to understand that this whole time I've been imagining NSYNC. <laughs> for that song? Well, yeah, like I knew it was the Beach Boys. Oh. You thought that song was released in 1998? I don't know. You thought they were like, this I shit's going NSYNC on. I thought was in the 70s, so I don't know. What? I don't know. Justin Timberlake was in NSYNC. Yeah, sure. How old do you think Justin Timberlake is? 40. So you think that he was in a full band <laughs> in 1970? Again, my brain doesn't do this. I, I, for, I say this to people and they never believe me and it's changed a little bit in the past like year or two, but I listened to exclusively Taylor Swift my entire life. So I have no music literacy whatsoever. And even the people- It's also less about music literacy and also knowing how old people are. None. And being like, okay, if Justin Timberlake was in a band. How would I know how old Justin Timberlake is? We just watched a movie with him in it. You know he's in the Trolls movie. That movie came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. And he looked 50. <laughs> <laughs> and so therefore, he, he was, was in a band at 10. Definitely and it was 50. And he has since looked much younger. <laughs> All right, fucking next. I'm trying to get to the lyrics. I may not, always love you, not the Beatles? Not the Beatles. Elton John. It's the Beach Boys again. <laughs> All right. I think that's the best part, is that you are playing fully them singing. That's how little I know. Not the Beatles. This is the Beatles. This is my favorite song by the Beatles. You were only waiting for this moment to arrive. I don't know. Blackbird. You're not like other girls. 
That's actually the most popular Beatles that's song. What I thought, that's what I thought it was. Is that not a woman singing? It was not the Beatles. Who is it? Fleetwood Mac? No. I don't know. It's Sunny and Cher, baby. Ah. <laughs> Next. Not the Beatles. Who is it? Southern. No. Oh. This is not the cousin of the guy from Claim to Fame, are you sure? No. <laughs> you're gonna pee your pants when I tell you what I don't is. think I will, unless you're about to say it's my father. It's Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett! Oh <laughs> really? Really? I did not expect it to be so mellow. Sorry, so you walk into Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville at City Walk and you're like, this guy fucking rocks There's hard. a chaos to it, I expected. Like, Cheeseburger in Paradise has a chaos to it. Where is he from? I think Florida. <laughs> oh, that's South Road. That's no, South. it's not. That's not the South. That's Dirty South. No, um, he, sorry, he's from Pascagoula, Missouri. He's from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> He's from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right. You're actually doing quite good. This is not the Beatles. I have to express to you, I don't know a single word that was just said. Michael Jackson. Okay. I just wanted to see how long what you a, go. What a funky little drum. So that's that's the thing, and we'll talk about this. The Beatles had, like, five eras. That's the other thing I think that confused me about the Beatles, that they really do... They 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 really were Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift, where she, like, they had a very distinct sound in each one, which makes him as a performer very confusing. Because yeah. is he just making an album of, like, the top ones from each era? Like, is he know. putting Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, like, with Blackbird? You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Why would you do that? This does sound like violin. They can hire a violinist. This is not the Beatles. No, this is this is from uh, About Time. <laughs> <laughs> this is from About Time violin version. <laughs> Beatles. Yeah. You know which song this is? Is that Ringo singing? I don't know the difference between their voice. I can tell when Paul is singing. I feel like Ringo would sound like. It's with a little help from my friends. Oh, okay. Oh. 
I was, I was, I was asking you if you knew what it was called. Yeah, I didn't know. Okay, and then I told you, and you seemed confused. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you seemed alarmed that I yeah. would say such. A well, thing. I think I was confused because he said I get by with the help of my friends. No, and he, he said I get little... by with a little help from my oh, friends. Oh, you just smushed it all together really, <laughs> really close. Not the Beatles. Not the Beatles. Fleetwood Mac? No. I didn't put any Fleetwood Mac on here because I thought you would recognize it too easily. I recognize the song. And why do you think that is? My dad sings it. Oh. Oh, it's not my dad. <laughs> oh. I've been waiting for you to put a track on here by my dad. <laughs> do you think I'm going to guess it? It's John Denver. <laughs> okay, thank you. So it was the latter. <laughs> like... If Delaney cuts out what I just said, I just want to add in once more that I just guessed by adding context of fan fictions that we've read. This is the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Is this the song? This is the song that they did with the gloves. I don't think so. This is Obli Dio Blue Da. I don't think oh. they, they, they didn't do that. I think that was. No, that was. That might have been All You Need Is Love. Maybe. This is the Beach Boys again. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> Not the Beatles. This is the Beatles. This is the Beatles. This is the song he sings that starts with She Was Just 17. Oh. And I went, why wouldn't you change that? Standing there. This is early, early Beatles, I think. I think this is from their first album. Well, yeah, it's when they were 16. <laughs> right. I know this song. This is from Shrek. But it was a cover. This is not the Beatles. You're right. We're not gonna get to the words. Evidently I know this then. Or is it just slurs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yesterday! Yeah, what if I just went, no. No, no it's not. I feel like my guess, my inability to guess this just now, is more a reflection on your ukulele skills. <laughs> I wasn't trying. I couldn't do the finger plucking. Okay. You don't have to be mean. No, I have to. No, you don't. Fine. I'm gonna say you failed it. I'm gonna I, say you failed the. Is it? Was it the game. last one? Yeah. Of course, I, I ended with the one that's the song of the movie. It makes a couple circles. I did better than expected. With I think context clues. With with just yes or no, yeah. <laughs> like type rules. Like yes, this is the Beatles, or no, this is not the Beatles. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Context. I did. I did a lot more like listening to instruments than I thought I would. And then one of them was from Shrek. It was by the monkeys, by the way. I don't know if I said that. You didn't. It was by the monkeys. Which is different than the Arctic monkeys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I want to make sure the we monkeys, all knew. So the monkeys started in 1966. Uh -huh. The best point of comparison for the monkeys is Big Time Rush. Because Excellent. they started as a fictional band for a TV show. Excellent. And then people liked them so much that they just started going on tour and being a real band. It's Big Time Rush is like back, right? Yeah, they're yeah. on tour right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah, good for them. 
So he starts performing Beatles songs at, you know, various fucking shindigs. And again, he's really kind of going back and forth between eras. Yeah. He's really choosing crazy, crazy decisions. But they, uh, they meet Gavin. How they meet Gavin, I can't fully tell. I don't remember. <laughs> she just like I just remember he just like kind of walks off. I was telling me I remember them like interacting on the street all of a sudden. Yeah, and then it was like come to my house. I think Gavin just appears out of thin air. I think Gavin just materializes like Nanny McPhee whenever you need him. <laughs> and so he's, when you want me but no longer need. And me so he's I like, leave. I'm a music producer. <laughs> I just appeared out of a closet. Hi, I'm Gavin. I produce music. They he starts like getting him performances on local television, and it's when he starts playing on TV that he gets a phone call. <laughs> he goes, "Hi, hi, it's Ed Sheeran. Uh, I heard your song. That's great." And he, goes, and he hangs up. He ha- no, he's like, "Okay, I I know you're my friend, Nick." And he's like, "No, it's Ed Sheeran." He's like, "Okay, is your wife there?" And he's like, "No." She's like, "That's crazy. She's always there." Hangs up. Ed Sheeran calls back a second time, being like, "Okay, I'll try you again." How calls does he back. get his phone number? And he goes, "Nick, stop calling me." And Ed Sheeran's like. No, it's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> ha ha ha, hangs up again. And then all of a sudden, I, I think that was actually I Ed Sheeran. Think, I think that was actually Ed Sheeran. I'm like, then why'd you hang up? Well, because he, he records his like weird little out. Al- There's a lot of like, a lot of, we get a lot of recording the album footage. Uh, and then he just hands it out to people while at work. Yeah, he, re- he records a demo, basically, yeah. like a, basically an EP. And then just hands it out at the, at the. I was gonna say the drugstore. No, he's at like a superstore. He's at, he works at Costco. It's his job, which I think you would get fired for. I don't know, man. That's solicitation, I think, on the job of your own business. Maybe, maybe, but um, maybe also, Suffolk doesn't care. From what I see, not an effective way to market music. It's just that one guy who gave us his CD outside of a Target. Well, no, and that one time we were heading to the um, the Violent Night premiere and two guys were yelling at us to take their CDs and we were just kept kept walking. That was just on an intersection that they were just on sunset yeah although they were at least giving it away that guy really came up to us walked to our car and tried to get me to pay him money for his for, for his, his demo and I, he was like it's this much like i don't have that i was like i have two dollars and he went deal and he gave it to me and i had it in my car but so then i don't know as much as we don't know how ed sheeran got jack's number we definitely don't know how he got his address, but he sure shows up at Jack's house. <laughs> Lucky he was just in the fucking area. Yeah, because he's from Suffolk. But isn't he in the middle of a tour? Apparently, because <laughs> he goes to Jack and he's like, I need a new opener. My opener left. For the fucking German. For the show in Moscow. Yeah, but some leg of the tour. Yeah, for the, for the next leg of the tour. Can you be ready by Tuesday? And he went, which, crazy, to hear one guy's song and be like, I want you to open my tour. In Moscow. Which I think immediately there's this this question of everyone hears it and they're like, this is incredible. This is incredible music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are they... Because for a little bit, it's not working. He's like, oh, the problem's me. Like, I'm playing the Beatles. And, right. no one, and I'm like, that seems obvious. That even if you're releasing, well, like, they were a band. You're a solo He's got act. a good voice, though. But is there no effect of the fact that he's not a full band singing these? No, because I think this came out in a time where like solo singer songwriters were kind of the thing. Yeah. And I think that's why they have Ed Sheeran as like his little mentor. Cause that's very much what he does yeah. is he just does like really lyrically beautiful songs, just him and his guitar. Just hanging out. You know, lyrically beautiful songs like Uwa 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 Uwa, I'm in love with the shape of you, <laughs> which plays a lot in this movie. I do think it is Ed Sheeran's own ringtone <laughs> is shape of you. Yes. Which is baller. It's of also him. what he plays, I think at his own party. <laughs> Sheep of You just come out or something. That they only got the rights to that Ed Sheeran song. Which is crazy because he was on set. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, you can only use that one. No, you can't have any of them. 
And so he goes, and this is, this is one of those crazy things where I'm like, interesting choice. He goes to, oh, it was, I want to hold your hand. Sorry, that they recorded that had them. <laughs> he goes, I want to hold your hand. He goes, you're Ed Sheeran. That's crazy. <laughs> but that's the one that they record yes. in the booth that has Ellie doing all the shit. Um, we never come back to that. That's just like, a, I guess, a cute little thing to show lay of chemistry. Yeah, but then we also like see Gavin in there. <laughs> like at one point, it's, it's, it's Jack and Gavin in the booth, just like jamming. But they go in Moscow and Jack plays back in the USSR. Wow. Which is, yes, a baller song. Crazy thing to play in Russia. And I'm so glad that people were like, Ed Sheeran was like, I really thought it was interesting that you called it the USSR, considering I don't think it was called that 10 years before you were born. <laughs> um, sorry, what are the lyrics to Back in the USSR? One of them's Back in the USSR. I- I'm, that's exactly what I was looking for. Thank girls you so in much. Moscow. He mentions Moscow. No, it's something about um, the Ukraine girls yeah. really knock me out. They leave the West behind. Not not something you could probably perform today. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, the, <laughs> I like. Don't get me wrong. The Beatles are brilliant, excellent music. I enjoy it all. However, I do think that an artist becoming popular is a product of its time. Product of its time yeah. and like very specific circumstances. And I think you know, doing like Yesterday, Blackbird, doing their more like stripped down stuff. Isn't yeah. It? But again, I think getting on a stage and going, "I'm back in USSR." That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I'm also like, we've seen him play the guitar. How does he know all the other parts to this? <laughs> and or also, are these dudes just, just improving, but they're improving the exact shit the Beatles did. And again, he does change when he ends up getting a record deal. He yeah. changes Hey Jude to Hey Dude. <laughs> Because they're like, Jude is weird. That's a, it's a weird name. Nobody's named that anymore. Even though he says, this was about my friend's son. Yeah. Which, as far as you know, that's the St. Jude's kid. You don't know. I also <laughs> like that Jewel Fry looks over, kind of like, which one of our friends has a fucking son, but doesn't say anything? So you'll, so you'll ask him to change that and not, she was just 17? <laughs> no, they like it. They liked it. They like it. You're not going to change that one? They were into it. Um, but he, he performs that. And everyone's um, like, that fucking rock my Except socks for off. the one guy in the, the one Russian guy in the back corner who stands there like the monster from It Follows. His socks were rocked t- off too hard. Yeah. <laughs> the one dad that went to an Ed Sheeran concert. Well, and then um, they're in like the, you know, green room or whatever. Yeah. And Ed Sheeran, <laughs> I can't tell what Ed Sheeran's character arc is in this movie, but he goes, all right. Let's let's figure it out. There, we're gonna have a songwriting. That's after he says it's so weird that you called it the USSR. Yes, let's have a fucking songwriting. Like he's on to him, <laughs> but, again. but then he's not. Reader, not to spoil it, Ed Sheeran is not on to him whatsoever. You, you, you were like, oh, is Ed Sheeran the villain in this? I went, no. I think he's just <laughs> he's just an asshole for this one scene. I think he's just a weirdo. He's like, we'll do a songwriting competition. And so they go into like different corners of the room, and they have like ten minutes to write a song. And he's like, it has to be something that you write just now, not something you had in the tank. How would he know? <laughs> What's keeping him from just singing a song he has in the tank? And so Jack sings Long and Winding Road. Which is fucked. That he's like, I know what song I can probably pass as having been written in 10 minutes. <laughs> Which, I guess, has he performed? Like, a Blackbird would be would be the one to do here. Because yeah. that one just kind of has, like, the same five lyrics over and over. But no, he does Long and Winding Road. And then Ed stands up and he goes, well, everyone told me this was going to happen one day. What? <laughs> Joel Fry like, is like, it's time for a vote. He's like, no. There's no vote. I was told someone better than me. Oh, sorry. Was, there was a prophecy? It was prophesied to me that a young man. 
Also, you're just like, look, Ed Sheeran's you're talented, just Ed Sheeran. but you're just Ed Sheeran. He's like, no, I was told that there, there is like a, 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 a through line in this of them being like, look, Ed Sheeran just existed. So that, like, he's popular because he was well, cause, well, paving the way for you. I'm like, what roads is he paving? Well, because he says you're Mozart and I'm Salieri. And I'm yeah. like, that sucks. Doesn't Salieri kill Mozart? Also, <laughs> Salieri famously hated Mozart's guts too. Bold. Well, and then, and then he's like, I'm leaving. <laughs> he just leaves. Like, I want to know which of Ed's friends was having, like, a beer with him at the pub and went, one day, there's going to be a better songwriter than you. Someone will come along. positions Ed as the best songwriter in history. I've worked with Taylor Swift at this point, (laughs) allegedly. You are the only person I've ever met better than me at writing songs. (laughs) Like, who is saying this type of shit? I don't know. The A-team's not that good, dude. Like, it's... (laughs) It was revolutionary for its time. I liked it because you know what it is? It's the first song that plays when you connect your phone to the car. It's a story. There's a plot there. There is, except it's cocaine-based and not wedding-based. Yeah, it's too (laughs) cold outside. I like white imagery, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I I think that's something we're learning about And that was like the key. That was the big, um, like, we were in middle school when it It came out. It was like 2014. That was the big, like, the angsty girl Mm -hmm. in your choir class who learned how to play piano. She'd be like, I have a song to play. Who is Ed Sheeran's actual manager? Because, like, after after this is when... It's Kate McKinnon. It is so funny. Ed Sheeran literally, like, at his own party is like, I challenge you to this. I lose. Y'all have fun. And he leaves. Stuart Camp. What if you looked it up? It looks exactly it's like Kate McKinnon. It just looks like... No, it's, it's a, like... It, it looks like the guy from Ace of Cakes. It looks like Duff from the Food he Network. He looks like he would have been on a Jake and Amir episode. <laughs> he kind of looks like Joe Rogan. Yeah. But it's after this that Kate McKinnon, who is Ed's manager for some reason... Who I think is there, too? Yeah, I think she's there. <laughs> I think that as Ed walks well, cause, away. Because it was after Ed's show, so like, it makes sense that his manager would be there. I think Ed literally was like, all right, guys, I'm going to go. You have fun. Leaves. Kate McKinnon walks right <laughs> up and it's like, great song. You know, I told Ed that one day a song singer, songwriter better than him would come along. Um, but she's like, I want to sign you. And he's like, I have a manager. And she's like, no, you don't. That's yeah. your friend. <laughs> Who has not shown up to anything you've done. Yeah. And- Which, that's the other thing, too, is that they're like, Early on, I was like, they're fucking. And you're like, no, they're not. Yeah. And I'm like, I refuse to believe No, that. they're not fucking. Because absolutely, it plays in the beginning. And I thought that it was going to be a different thing of it. <laughs> where, like, it does follow the basic plot beats of, like, someone who sticks around while you're bad at it. Right. Then you get way too popular and famous. And then you ditch them and then whatever. Yeah. And then you have to learn to go back to But he it. doesn't even ditch her as much as she just... She says no. <laughs> she... She's like, I have parent-teacher conferences. Well, yeah, because basically Kim McKinnon's like, I want to sign you. Um, you have to come to LA, yeah. and he's like, he goes to her and says, "Come with me to LA," and she's she goes, "Kind of a bitch in this." I like, I don't know, like it is a lot to like think that she'll just drop everything yeah. for him, but then she is mad later that, that he doesn't drop everything, right, to be with her because he literally also it's like not even prior he had prior engagements because <laughs> like, she they do like a he's like yeah I'll do it and I what I like about Kate McKinnon's character. <laughs> Is that I feel like it was written by people who have no idea how the music industry works, yeah. played by people who have no idea. That yeah. it's like, you know, come over, we do like, we do some songs, I make money, you make money, it's done. I mean I'm gonna do yoga on my street. Like, I mean it's not not how music yeah. works. So they do like a they do like a going away party for him. <laughs> because we're about to get to something really important. Oh. Which is he's got two big meetings. He's going to LA, he's got two big meetings. Well he also the other thing that's really important is he needs a roadie and Ellie says no, so you know who's gonna go with him? Joe Fry. He went, oh, I guess I know who to bring. And in like the brief transition before we see Joel Fry, I just start going, Joel Fry, Joel Fry, Joel Fry. I don't even remember his name in this. Rocky. 
Rocky. Remember, because he goes to Ed Sheeran, he's like, you can call me Rocky or, or Sir or my Lord. And Ed Sheeran just goes, he's, just call me Rocky. Yeah, Ed Sheeran's a dick. <laughs> His character is very inconsistent. He briefly goes for, I guess, one day. He's there for so little time. And then comes back being like, no, I have to go to all the landmarks. It's- so he briefly comes back to London. Yes. Makes out with Lily James. She's just, no, I don't want to be a one night stand. Yeah. And then he goes, okay. Then Worms. leaves again. Yeah. <laughs> and he's back in LA. No, he's back in LA. <laughs> like, like, sure, they kiss and whatever. No, so here's what I'll say. My point was, because I was saying she's an asshole. Because in that scene, she's like, if you want to be with me, don't go back. Yeah. And he's like, uh, and she goes, you just lost your chance. Cause clearly you're going to go back to your meeting that you have already planned. So you don't love me. So he goes back to LA for this fucking marketing meeting that's run by Winston from new girl. And he, the night before had gone on James Corden. We also see him have a nightmare yeah. after the marketing meeting, right. being on James Corden another time yeah. where James Corden starts being like, you, you took all this from the Beatles. We've, we've got them backstage. Yeah. They're, they're, even they're though they here come to, out from the front of the stage. So they're, 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 even... they're, they're right here to tell you that you stole their songs. But the reason that his interview on James Corden isn't in the movie, Ooh. they had it filmed. <gasps> they had Ooh. the whole thing filmed. I told you there was a lawsuit about this movie. In the, in the James Corden bit that they had filmed, Anna de Armas is in it as just like a vague celebrity uh-huh. in, in it. And apparently the whole plot is that like they kind of flirt a little bit there's a plot in it? There's, there's like a whole subplot where like he meets Anna de Armas. He plays some kind of song um, on James Corden show because that's what you do on the James Corden show. I'm glad because you and I did look at each other and go, I thought the James Corden show was af- was before the marketing meeting. But she is like, oh my God. Like she like develops a crush on him, but he says, and like they like kind of flirt a little bit, but they took it out because people were so mad at him for like, you know, not being faithful to, to Ellie, to Lily, Coll- to Lily James or Lily Collins or Lily Collins. But they used this clip of Anna de Armas on the James Corden couch in the trailer to promote it, to promote it. Because at that point, I don't know that it had been necessarily cut yet. Right. Right. Cause like it was probably like a last minute edit after yeah. test screenings, but there are some people apparently who are so passionate about Anna de Armas that they saw Anna de Armas in the trailer and went, I saw the movie for her and she wasn't in it. This was false marketing. Give me my money back. Give me my 1750. Or I think not even that. I think these are people because Anna de Armas wasn't big in 2019. Give so me I think, my 1150. I think these are people who paid $5 on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Give me my $5. <laughs> and so there's a class action lawsuit. Still happening? I think that, let me double check. But as of like late last year it was still going on a federal judge allowed the class action lawsuit to proceed in december 2022 stating that at its core a trailer is an advertisement designed to sell a movie by providing consumers with a preview of the movie so it is still going on it has i not, feel like they're in the right I don't it has the... it, it has not been determined yet but there is act like there is that's crazy <laughs> since when is that an expectation since anna darmus fans Came on, I guess. Because that's a, that's the thing about the production is that like when they released it at that point, that was an accurate depiction of the movie. But movies change after trailers. I mean, yeah, she she appeared in early promotional material before the final edit was made, and this has led to a five million dollar lawsuit where Two Flames claimed they were duped into rent, renting <laughs> three they didn't even buy it. the three ninety nine movie because Anna Darmus was in the trailer. They didn't even buy it. And unfortunately, like this might go in their favor and that's gonna fuck over a lot of things crazy 
At the end of Ralph Breaks the Internet, they make a joke about the fact that they always put shit in the trailer that never happens. Yeah, like, like that's a very common thing to do. Or if you're a horror movie, you put only the stuff that matters in the trailer and then there's nothing else. Like, like that's just such a normal thing to do. But um, those, those, those ar- army heads, those Anna to army heads. Not the army hammer heads. Not the army hammer heads. They're dead. Um, oh. Yeah, he killed them. He ate them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and that's become what people know about this movie. That's nuts. That's why I really need it to get to the James Corden show. This this adds context to the fight we just had. This, this is why I really need it to get to the James Corden show. This adds context to the situation. And I couldn't in. just drop that and to no, we have to get to the James Corden show so I can talk about the Anna de Armas lawsuit. No, I have to unveil this piece by piece. <laughs> I have to unwrap this like a beautiful gift. <laughs> layer crazy. by layer by layer. That's I can't, crazy. I can't just drop this bombshell That's on you. That's absolutely them suing to get more money than the money they spent, right? They're trying to get like a settlement. I think, I don't know. Like, I think, I'm assuming that they are saying, not that they want their, they want to get like $100,000. I wish I could tell you what's going through these people's heads. I'm so curious. I wish I could give you any sort of insight into what they're thinking. Mark Zuckerberg didn't sue the social network and these people sued this movie. (laughs) Because they said it was false advertising. You know who should have sued the social network? Uh, Justin Timberlake's guy. (laughs) Where they just openly accused him of doing coke with minors. (laughs) And being, like, a statutory rapist. And there's nothing to substantiate that. <laughs> like, he, he, like, owns part of Spotify or whatever, so I'm sure he's fine. But still, that's crazy that they did and that. And also, I don't think, like, yeah, I, 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 I think he's fine. Yeah. But you know who also is fine? Anna de Armas. I don't think she cares. I think, I think she these, forgot she filmed this. I think these people want money. But like, Which, I, like I mean, but I also back. understand why they cut it to just have like a weird romance subplot that takes away from the main subplot that has again no stakes whatsoever. I was gonna say you really gave me a lot of details for a single scene and a scene that we watched the whole movie not missing, <laughs> except for the fact that it was out of the order they said it would be, and that's only something I would notice. And even then, it wasn't out of the order because when we, we see James Corden, it. it's a nightmare. Yeah. When we see James Corden, it's him going, "Damn, I was on James Corden two nights ago. I'm gonna have a nightmare about it now." <laughs> They could have at least like cut in maybe just a shot of the door that's but also there. I like that's the thing is, I and it would just be confusing. I don't think they could use any of the like original like James Corden interview stuff because all of them have her in it. Because that's the setup of the James Corden show. Yeah, is it's, it's like, so it, close. Well, it's, and it's also like the Graham Norton show where every celebrity that's on the show is still there uh, while the others are talking. Uh-huh. It's not like you know Kimmel or whatever where like one celebrity comes on they leave the other celebrity comes on. No, right. like they just start accumulating. Into a little army. Yeah. And Anna Darmus is there. <laughs> In every James Corden show, Anna Darmus is there. I mean, yeah, that's a dumb thing to randomly include in the plot for no reason. <laughs> I agree. I agree that it was smart to cut that out. I mean, I think it was it was to show, like, you know, other women like him. Look, had they included that, I think it would have supported the vibe that I got, which is that for some reason, I don't think he's into Ellie, which is crazy because she's gorgeous and supports him. But like, he is pretty lukewarm throughout it. Just like, eh, no, I'm busy. (laughs) Like, I'm busy plagiarizing the Beatles, man. And then he just kind of stays in LA. They're like, oh, 
where, where do you want to release this album? Because I guess they've just recorded the album now. Yeah. I, I can't tell if this takes place over one year, two years. This really, this- Multiple years. I don't I think say, they know how long it takes an album to be made. As someone who unfortunately remembers the plots of things, this is where the plot starts to fall apart. <laughs> this is 100% where the plot starts to fall apart. And not because it's like not a not a, a good story, but they just start adding like shit just starts happening in events, and I'm like, how did we end up here? But this is also when they're like, you should turn Hey Jude into Hey Dude. Yeah. Again, he's like, I wrote it for my. Friend. He should have said the kid was dying. Yeah. You know, take a sad song and make it better. I want to know why he didn't. I, I think I, you know what I don't. I don't like bad lying. I think I hate that every time someone's like, "What's the story behind the song?" He's like, you know, I'm like come up with a fucking story if you're gonna lie like just like have stuff you know the song. I, I think that's the thing is like i don't think the beatles had a story behind any yeah. of them or to say like ah it's a this, hypothetical this, the story was they were on millions of dollars of shrooms and cocaine and there were four of them to pitch out their crazy ideas and, and i think each of them would just say one word and they would combine those words into a single title and then just write around that lucy in the sky with diamonds exactly that's that's from their album where like, i think Lu- lucy or the diamonds. I think maybe the diamonds are a reference to cocaine or like straight meth or something. Like it's it's their eighteen. Yeah, you know what? Is there an was he not inspired at all? But is there no eighteen in this world? Well, my thing is there an implication then that had the Beatles existed, Ed Sheeran would still be waiting <laughs> for the singer songwriter that would knock him off his throne. I knew- <laughs> why did Ed Sheeran? Think Go he was into the... music. I, I need to know who his who his inspirations are. Who are At his? At this point, I feel like when you become a famous singer, you have to say you were inspired by the Beatles. They were the only music. Like they're because again, it's 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 like young girls now saying they're inspired by Taylor Swift. It's because one, they have like eight fucking albums so worth many of music. Songs. So you're gonna have to like something. Yeah, like there's something for everybody. And it's in not there. like you can get into music and be like, I'm. I never came across the Beatles. Well, and it's also just like a like a practice in cultural commentary yeah. of like you know they are why bands can be as big as they are. Yeah. Like I don't think any band was as big as them before them. Yeah, and so every popular you know boy band especially, but also just like any popular band. Yeah. Is kind of following that path. Of, right. Because like One Direction was compared to the Beatles all the time. Well, because Simon Cowell probably was like, I should make a Beatles. Well, and also just because, you know, the Beatlemania of the 60s was very similar to One Direction mania. Of yeah, that's what it was called. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it. Yeah. And so I'm like, I genuinely want to know if One Direction exists in this universe, but they didn't tell me. I know. I like there's so many questions that this raises, because I also think there is like a like, an expectation when you go into music for you to say you were inspired, like to give a nod to the big stars that were before you. Because, yeah, because every art is based on other art. Right. Because in, in like the hip hop and rap community, well, it's that that's the big thing that's like newer artists are being like, no, I don't. I've never listened to that. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? Here? Yeah. Just say you're inspired by Tupac and then yeah. keep going. No art is original. Yeah. All, all art is inspired by other well, art. It's like if you're in hip hop, it's like you Tupac had to have played a part in this. Nothing's happening. No. <laughs> he's launching the album. They give us a whole fucking filmed flashback With- to explain why he's doing it at this random hotel. <laughs> yeah, like it closed right before he quit and then it opened right as he got big. And so yeah. I think he sees it as a metaphor. Yeah. Or maybe. It or was clo- he doing it to get back to Ellie? Or was it, or did the, the, did the bar close because of the Beatles? And now that the Beatles don't exist, the bar can reopen. 
thing. I'm just like, the whole world went dark for 14 seconds. <laughs> yeah. There has to have been a Beatles-related event occurring somewhere during those 14 seconds. How did that conversation turn out? And then uh, he's like at, you know, his hotel or whatever the fuck. And Rocky's like, you have two visitors. It's the ominous Russian man. And then this other white lady who's just been kind of hanging around. Yeah. Who somehow they managed to get up here to the biggest singer-songwriter in the world and just be like, politely, can we come in? (laughs) How did they meet? I have no idea. I think I'm like online chat rooms, maybe. (laughs) Just on on the internet. Anyone heard of the Beatles? They're on like our Beatles snark and they're like, it's just the two of them. They're like, where is everybody? (laughs) This is crazy. And so they're like, we know that the Beatles exist. And the Russian guy's like, I am Russian. But and Beatles. there is no further explanation of this. They're just like, we don't know the Beatles exist. However, we can't sing. We can't sing. And we don't mind that you've been stealing them. Because it's nice to hear them again. Um, Which bye I, now. <laughs> I honestly am. Because he, he goes through this whole thing of being like, I plagiarized the Beatles. Like, I feel bad. I'm like, you didn't plagiarize anyone. It's right not now. plagiarism if it doesn't exist. They don't, and, and the argument that these people are making is they're like, we can't sing, we can't play music. So in a world without the Beatles... And I think in this world, Ringo Starr got hit by a bus. And he got hit by a bus. So like in this world, we have no, we would have no way to hear, hear these songs. Yeah. And the world should have these songs. You're doing it. That's great. Did this only affect Beatles super fans? Here's like what? John Lennon's address. <laughs> They went, we've done some digging. Hand him a slip of paper. He drives to this location. we. How long have they known each other? (laughs) And so he shows up at this house. He like knocks on the door. A a guy opens it. It's John Lennon. It's a convincing John Lennon. And it's not like a deep fake. It's just a guy who has worked in every other Danny Boyle movie. Danny Boyle kind of lucked out that one of his regular dudes kind of looks like John Lennon. Well, he also lucked out that John Lennon never made it to this age. So we don't know what he would look like. So really, if you'd put a long wig and glasses on anybody, it'll look kind (laughs) of... He opens the door on his weird little beachfront cottage. He's like, ah, yes, another person coming to see me. (laughs) He's very casual about it. Like, oh. He doesn't ask him his name until like halfway through their conversation. No, and they do a lot of the, the you put you wrote this down when we saw it originally. They do a lot of things in this where they start a conversation and then they cut oh, to yeah. a full new location <laughs> to continue it. Cause he like sits down to like pour tea for them and then they're having a conversation on the beach, but yeah. it, it winds right up. Like yeah. they just like stood up in silence and walked. Yeah. And again, no question. I assume this is the third time this has happened to him. At least the second, right? I would hope, unless she found his address and went, I'm not going to do it, but you can. The other thing that's, well, that were like, did, did each of them individually go find John Lennon? Or were those two working in, in tandem the whole time? Why are two of them British and then one Russian dude? It doesn't make sense. And so John Lennon's like living his fucking like Martha Stewart life on the beach. Yeah. And he's like, oh, are, are, you, are you content? And he's like, yeah, I'm super happy. I've never done cocaine once. Never like, been shot? Yeah. Like, I'm... Don't know what a cigarette straight is. Straight up happy. I just, you know, am with a woman. And then he's like, oh, how old are you? He's like, 70. He's like, oh my God, you made it to 78. He's like, are you about to kill me? <laughs> I'm like, are you the about to murder me? goes way too concerning for John Lennon never to be like... What's going on? Well, and then he's like, you should leave. You're kind of a fucking weirdo. I have one house in the middle of absolutely fucking nowhere. How did you, this random Indian singer-songwriter find me? <laughs> and was the cab, like, this is the third time I've driven to this address. Why do people keep handing me small pieces of paper with this address on it? Well, and then he's like, 
I'm, I've lived a happy life. I love my wife. I'm straight up good. And Jack sees this as, I've done an awful thing. Uh, I have to tell the truth. I would have this conversation and be like, all right, I think I'm kind of off like scot-free. resolved everything. I feel like they're all kind of happy or not having had the burden of fame. Yeah, they seem good. Did they not find the other three? They didn't care. Why do I they only care they were, about John? I guess they were like, here's the good thing about the Beatles not existing. Is that Mark David Chapman? He didn't get, he actually goes to Mark David Chapman because he's a beautiful painter. <laughs> he creates works of art in a world where he never got mad about the Beatles. No, and he's like, you know, you got to be with a woman. And he goes, ah, woman. I know a woman. I should get that woman. Well, yeah, I think he says something like, oh, go after the one you love and always yeah. tell the truth. Now, everyone will say always tell the truth. That doesn't mean... Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth. I mean, and again, in this world, the truth is you wrote them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really feel like this conversation could have had a much better ending. I feel like he tried to make this moral dilemma out of it when I... I Nobody, like, even the only people who know are like, no, we're fine. Yeah, he's like, I thought you were going to have me arrested. And I went, arrested? What would the cops say? For what? <laughs> This is just like the social network. <laughs> like, if you wanted to invent Facebook, you, you would, would have, have invented, invented Facebook. Facebook. Like, they're like, what, what does it matter? I, I think that it, they, the, the, the message gets a little muddied because I think they get to a point where they're like, this dude just doesn't want to be famous because it sucks. But they try to make the argument that he did it out of like moral responsibility and yeah, loving Yeah, if he Ellie. just hates fame, sure. I he think he just fame. hated what was going on. <laughs> If he hates Ed Sheeran, fine. Just go lean into that. Ed Sheeran's an asshole. If he just wants to stop hanging out with Ed Sheeran, we can find another way or to go about that. Or just play a song every time and he'll stand up and leave. And so, but then he, of course, calls a favor with Ed Sheeran. Yes. He's met no other famous people. Only Ed Sheeran. He only has Ed Sheeran. And he's had Ed Sheeran's phone number for a while. <laughs> and so he calls in Ed Sheeran. He's like, I need a favor. And Ed Sheeran goes, okay. Okay. And the favor is just... Ed Sheeran is performing Wembley Stadium. Can I close your show? That's the thing. Is that does he's not asking to be an opener? Ed Sheeran's performing. It is Ed Sheeran's show. And we don't know for certain that he doesn't come back after this. So as far as we know, in the middle of his set, he goes, All right, guys, thanks for coming to this Ed Sheeran show. I'm gonna have an hour-long performance by this other guy. Just a lot of songs. That's the thing. It's like, it's not he like comes on, plays one song and then does his big announcement. He plays like Like the entire album. Whole album. He does like an hour long set in the middle of Ed Sheeran's set that I assume also had two openers. I want to know. This is also a real crowd. I want to know when he. These are real people who were at a real Ed Sheeran concert and they just went, hey guys, can we film something real quick? (laughs) Some girl standing there, she's like, my shoes are killing me. I'm so like, excited to I have home. to pee so And they're like, we're going to do a quick, uh, several hour long film <laughs> reel. Um, what, what, I want to know when he called Ed Sheeran, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> like, was he like, hey, my plan is to release my album and I... completely destroy my career. Can I do that at your show? Yeah. Or was he just like, I feel like playing a little bit. Can I come play your show? And then we have other questions. He he plays like 10 songs. Very different vibes from all the songs. Yeah. And um, Ellie and Gavin had to sit through a whole Ed Sheeran concert. They're also just there. Yeah. She's also dating Gavin now. At yeah. one point she calls him. She's like, hey, hey, just so you know, the place is back open. Also, I'm fucking Gavin. I'm meeting Gavin because he always puts me in the right column. And he's like, you've jumped on this column thing so quickly. <laughs> I don't think this, Gavin has a personality. This metaphor doesn't make that much sense to me. And then they cut to like a, like a split shot and Gavin's just standing there listening to the phone call. <laughs> Like, Gavin just gets shit on this whole movie. <laughs> and 
so he confesses to the crowd. He's like, I didn't write this music. This music was written by, by four Paul, men. Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney. John Lennon. Ringo Starr. And George and Harrison. <laughs> the Beatles. And, and the artist goes, Boo! <laughs> and he goes, but I did it for love. Yeah, and then he has like a thing close up on Ellie in the a back. A really confusing cam. camera angle. And he's like, I love Ellie. Also, I'm uploading all of these songs for free on the internet. Now, here's my question. Is he uploading just the album? Or every single Or one. is he going to go record every fucking Beatles song? I, like, I don't know. How did he pick what he was going to do? The Beatles' main catalog uh, consists of 213 songs. <laughs> and also, we see when we see Joel Fry upload it, it's on, like, a fucking porn website. It's <laughs> not YouTube or YouTube adjacent. It's, like, one of the sketchiest things I've ever seen. And he's just like, I, I just don't see how this is the best course of action. And everyone's like, yay. Yeah, they change their, they change their group immediately fast. They're literally, we have closed captions on because I'm deaf. And someone just yells, we still love you. <laughs> and then he just becomes a teacher. We still love you. None of us want a physical copy of this. We're all chill with just listening to it on YouTube or whatever porn website Joe Fry uploaded it to. <laughs> I guess it's just the ones he had already recorded. Because like Rocky like has the, the discs or whatever. So I assume it's the ones he recorded for the album, which does mean I think Summer Song is also just released for free. How is this not a lawsuit? <laughs> right? It feels like... By, by Kate McKinnon? Yeah. It feels like at this point... He would have violated some sort of contract? Maybe. They put in, I mean, they put in all the money and effort to record everything, do that weird concert at that hotel, which I cannot believe Kate McKinnon was like, that's a great place for you to do this. Some random hotel in who the fuck knows in England and not SoFi Stadium. <laughs> and then we just have like a, like a, you know, little end credits where he and Ellie get married. They have kids. He's a teacher now. But also, there. But also teaches the kids Beatles songs. Are those the ones that are already free to the public or do these kids now have intellectual property that they don't know what to do with any songs that he was like i'm gonna just keep saying this one was mine <laughs> I, I fessed up to the other ones <laughs> i want to keep some i want to know what was on the album i want to know what that track list looked like yeah because you know they because he put summer song on there didn't he yeah i think so because the, the guy has a sign that says play summer song. yeah well that and we know that let it be is on there yeah I think back in the USSR. I'm assuming. I think. Hey, I dude. I want to hold your hand. We we see the mock-ups for the for the um, CD, but the mock-ups for the CD just say the front, his name, and on the back by one man only. He no also, list of songs. He also tries to get them to name it. What it's supposed by, to be named? No, he 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 pitches like all the Beatles album titles, yeah. which none of these all go on the same album. Right. These are all, so it would be called, well, he wants it to be called the white album, but it's like one song from each album of the Beatles. The album. And it's just the white. It's these wildly. Can, can you have an original thought once? How? Like you, you really never thought about it. I also like the idea that it's like, you listen to here comes the sun. And then back in the USSR on the same album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not a cohesive album. By this single dude. Like, this is not how albums should work. And I don't like that we're pretending it is. And yeah, he have, they have two kids, one of whom looks fucking white. I think that's Gavin Sauter. <laughs> oh, but also, he's like, Ellie, I love you. Gavin is there. Gavin and is Gavin's there. like, you he's know like, what? That's fine. You win some, you lose some. But don't worry. Ellie's roommate that we met one time is, is standing right there. also there and goes, I've been in love with you, Gavin, this whole time. He's like, luckily, I can take two steps away from here and I'm with my wife now. And also... Her friend is just a slightly different Lily James. Yeah. 
she just, just like she, she's like a, a she's like Lily James is a math teacher. She's a music teacher or something because <laughs> she does like a school play. Yeah, she's I and and now he's just a fucking teacher. We get all these little family vignettes and Joel Fry's in all of them. Which is great, because they had friends before Joel Fry. <laughs> it was mostly that guy, Nick, who apparently is just a fucking dick. They hate Nick. Like, I think they needed another friend. And then that's just fucking... Okay, no, it's not it, because it ends on the plot twist yes. of, like, they're kissing or whatever. And he's like, oh, I feel like Harry Potter who just defeated Voldemort. And she goes, who? And he's like, what? And she's like, who's Harry Potter? Who's that? And he goes, never fucking mind. No, if I were to tell you that there was an alternate ending to this... <gasps> Where it is Harry Potter... Where Daniel Radcliffe walks out. She says, I feel like Harry Potter just defeated Voldemort or something. And he goes, what's Harry Potter? That's better. It opens a whole new can of worms, but it's a can of worms that I'm intrigued That's by. That's more interesting. <laughs> That's better. It makes you ask... 10 times more questions than you would have otherwise. Because there's a part of me that's like, is this like a Doctor Strange, like parallel universes? Like, is that there, he just got like pushed Did into? he just get pushed? And so like, there, his, like is that his Ellie? <laughs> is there another Does he Jack? know this girl? <laughs> if they're existing in a post-Beatles world, there's no, again, he played Wonder, there's no way that their lives played out the exact, the same, exact way. same way. I also think that he's like a Beatles cover artist. He never watched the B movie, I guess. Or they used something else. Yeah. They used One Direction. <laughs> they used Best Song Ever by One Direction. Like, that's just such a crazy concept. I don't think he knows any of these people. <laughs> so so the, the comprehensive list of things that don't exist in that this That we universe. are aware of. Cigarettes. Yes. Coca-Cola. Yes. Which sucks, because those are apparently the only two things he ever wants. Sure. So you're telling me, you know, if you're in this situation, you would do that and not invent cigarettes? <laughs> I mean, one of those feels more morally corrupt, doesn't it? <laughs> Now, would I write Harry? Did I, after we watch it, go, now he should write Harry Potter? <laughs> yes. How, you're telling me that the world is exactly the same when there's no cigarettes? And there's no Harry Potter? Like, you're telling me that there was... Like, did the Hunger Games get bigger? Was the Hunger Games even written if Harry Potter wasn't written? Probably not. I think that Suzanne Collins is dead in this world. <laughs> <laughs> she got hit by the same bus Ringo Starr She actually was by. saved when she was a child by a can of Coke, so... <laughs> she... <laughs> She's gone. She she actually um, was saved as a child by a post-assassination Mark David Chapman. When was Coca-Cola invented? Late 1800s, I think. Um, Just in 1998? Late 19th century. Okay. Um, introduced in 1886. Okay. And when were cigarettes invented? <laughs> Those have to go back forever. Um, Is there no weed? Like, that doesn't make any sense. History. The earliest forms of cigarettes were similar to their predecessor, the cigar. Are there um, cigars in this world? Cigarettes appear to have had antecedents in Mexico and Central America around the 9th century in the form of reeds and smoking tubes. So just nothing. By 1830, the cigarette as we know it had crossed into France. We <laughs> know there's cocaine. Oh yeah, there's Because cocaine. he asks for coke and she looks at him funny. Did Pepsi not come out of trying to be a Coca-Cola? It absolutely did. Like, <laughs> so maybe in this world, the inventor of Pepsi also is like... No one knows what Coke is. This is my fucking chance. Uh, the Pepsi-Cola company entered bankruptcy in part to financial losses. Um, their assets were bought by Charles Guth, who sought to replace Coca-Cola at his store's fountains after the Coca-Cola company refused to give him discounts on syrup. So the only way Pepsi survived is because one guy had a grudge against Coke. That's how it always is. So, so how do they... <laughs> There's no ants in this world because there was no ant bully. <laughs> Ants came before the ant bully. And what was it? The other one? Bugs Life. Bugs Life. <laughs> there is no. I was like, there is no 
ant bully in this world because there was no ants. You want me to? You want me to cut around that? No. Okay. It's fine. Um, no, and this is this like I, the thing too that I will mention because I have said this repeatedly. If you went back to middle school and you could do anything, like what would you do? Yeah. I would want to do X, Y, and Z. He's so lucky that it was a thing he can do. Yeah, that he... and that he didn't wake up in a world where there were no planes, <laughs> <laughs> and he had to try to invent planes. Like, he probably also why didn't he why didn't he write Wonderwall? Because it sucks. It's made so much money. <laughs> like, he clearly doesn't care about money. Could have worked out for him. Surely he would be asked onto the Corden show again to be like, you released your whole album. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a documentary is going to be made there about him be one a day. Lot. He would have a movie about him. Probably called Yesterday. <laughs> about the guy who's fucking delusional and thinks a band existed that never existed. They interview 78-year-old John Lennon. And he's like, I have met this guy no once. no idea what and he's, he's talking about. And he scared me a lot. So, <sighs> my minigame. I mentioned to you. Yes. Um, the Beatles. We've talked about the Beatles. They're how important they are. They've done so much stuff. Whatever, whatever. Now, in this movie, is that disproven? Yes. However, yes. in real life, they matter. I mentioned to you that this minigame is based off of an article that I'm unable to fucking yes. find. And that article is that in 1999, Time released a 100 most influential people of the 20th century gotcha. list. I am unable to find any proof of it. <laughs> But I am able to find like written out versions what of it. What the list was. And like time has like a, but they were ranked, but they don't, I don't have the full complete ranking. But the Beatles are on that list. Right. Uh, you have to try to think of people who are on this list. It's like three strikes and you're out. It's interesting too, because time does it now like yearly. And for some reason this time they were like, we'll just do the whole century. It's of the, so it's of the 20th century. And the entire 20th century. Okay. Let me, let me know when. Okay. Excellent. Hitler. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's under leaders and revolutionaries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, they never said the best people. No, of it's the century. just, it's just taught. And he, <laughs> he had quite an influence. Now, honestly, the list here just says a hundred persons of the century. Objectively <laughs> was of the century. Um, Winston Churchill. Yes. Margaret Wait. Thatcher. I feel like I could just go with world leaders and that's Margaret Thatcher. Safe. Yes. Wait, is Winston Churchill? Yes. He, who were presidents? Clinton? No. Strike one. Oh, Why? He was pretty influential. Not on here. He he had her put a cigar up there. Fascinating that's the president you went with first. Oh, FDR? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I was like, I don't know, I'm guessing a lot of World War II people. Yes, FDR is on here. Are there other presidents? Um, yes. Reagan? Yes. Okay. <sighs> there is, I think, one more U.S. president on here. Okay, um, okay, let's go, like, uh, like, uh, pop culture, um... Is Meryl Streep on there? No. Why? She had won two Oscars at this point. The Beatles are on this list, remember? Yeah. So, like, Meryl Streep was not... I don't think she was done her career of, of being influential. Yeah, but I think if this were written in 99, like, those lists always have some recency bias. Yeah. Okay, of the, of the century. Okay. Henry Ford. Objective. Yes. I was like... <laughs> Henry Ford, yes. Like, objectively, he created cars. Correct, yes. <laughs> He's gotta be there. Um, who were people in the 20s? Um, if I go decade by decade, That's maybe the fun I'll thing is like going And if you can guess who the top three people were, feel free. One of them's not Hitler? You have gotten one of them and that FDR is number three. Okay. Are they political people? Political but and inventors type things. And like theorists. Steve Jobs? No, 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 no. Take that back. Take that back. Take that back. Okay. Take that back. 
he didn't really do a lot in the 20th century. Most of it was in the early aughts. Yeah. But you know who did do something like that? Bill Gates? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be my next guess, but I was like, D- but did he? <laughs> the fun thing is like some of these people who are on here where you're just like, this is crazy. They were in the same century. Should I just go through like the fascist dictators? Like are a lot of them on there? Yeah, there are a lot of them are on like there. Like Mussolini? Is he not? No. Okay. So Mussolini is not on that's here. That's crazy. You have to admit that's crazy, right? So Stalin. That feels wrong. Stalin or Lenin. Tell me one of them. I'm looking. Lenin is on here, yes. And there is um, a different Soviet leader on here. Who am I missing? It's Gorbachev. I thought Gorbachev, but for some reason I didn't think he was Russian. <laughs> no, Gorbachev is very Russian. For something I was like, I don't know. I know him for the Berlin Wall. It kind of seems like he should be German. You're, you're missing some, some big ones that are going to be funny when you think of it. So keep going. Um, big ones, probably political. Or like... I mean, everything. War-based. Everything, really. <laughs> Archduke Franz Ferdinand? Uh, he should be. <laughs> like, I'll say he is, even if he's not, because like, he should be. I feel like he should be. Um, Charlie Chaplin. Yes. Okay. I assume Buster Keaton is not also on no. there. He should be. But that's my point when I'm like, Meryl Streep, yeah, great. But like, this list has like Charlie Chaplin on it. like Which, you know, Charlie Chaplin's fine. Um, of course, you know, Ed Sheeran's on there. We didn't even have to mention that. No, no, you know, no. he was... He's actually, he was number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it... Is that who I, I'm, I'm missing? I'm you're missing, missing the top two the, still. I'm still missing the top two? <sighs> and you're missing some that I think will make you mad. Like, it's fascinating <laughs> the things that people picked for this. Um, like, you want me to, like, give you a direction? Ideally, yeah. Rosa Parks is on this list. Oh, so MLK is on Yes. It. Okay. <laughs> Taika Waititi played one of these people. Hitler, I said that. Yeah, he played two of these people. Korg from Ford? Yeah. <laughs> Freud is on this list. Fro- oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You've played one of these people. No, you didn't. Wait, did you? And no. Frank? Yes. Okay. <laughs> did you forget? I, well, I knew you were in Letters... Letters... Letters, letters Sol- Sol- I don't think Sala Garnsosh is on this no, list. No, <laughs> but I didn't remember if you played Anne Frank or if it was just an Anne Frank adjacent thing. How dare you? I played Anne Frank. Okay. Well, yeah, she's on here. <laughs> okay. So let me think of History of the World. Who's, who was on History That's of the World? That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, how many entertainers are on here? I think it's like five or six. Okay. So not a lot. Um, Wait, hold on. Not Orson Welles? Nope. Well, unless he'd be under something else. No, he'd be under entertainment. Yeah. I don't think there's any directors on here. But we do have, like, Mao Zedong. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna... And Ho Chi Minh. Is the other president Teddy Roosevelt? Yes. Okay. Eleanor Roosevelt, also on this list. That that makes more sense than Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. She did, like, I respect Teddy Roosevelt as a president. I think people kind of blow I him up. I love Teddy Roosevelt. He's the He's cool president. He's listed here as U.S. president and environmentalist. He so was environmentalist. Muhammad Ali? Yes. Cool. He's under heroes and icons. Interesting. The categories are heroes and icons, scientists and thinkers, builders and titans, artists and entertainers, leaders and revolutionaries. Weird. Okay, so was Mary, is Mary Curie on there? If they have scientists? Let me see. If they don't, I think that's sexist. <laughs> they have, I think, other, other females. I think names. that's legally sexist if they don't have Marie Curie on there. No. She's really? not on this list. Yeah. She's the first woman to win a Nobel Prize. And the only person to win a Nobel Prize in two scientific fields is the, who's the fucking DNA lady? Actually, no, let me go with the DNA men. Are Watson and Crick on there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I would, I would stick more men. I'm so shocked that Eleanor Roosevelt made this so list. So it's not Rosalind, whatever her name was, that actually discovered DNA? No. How many scientists are there? A lot. Oh, fucking Christ. Um, one is... of these is, one of these is one of the top three. Really? Yeah. Oh, Einstein. Yeah. 
that's size number one. You want to know what made me think of that? Is I went, okay, scientists, important scientists. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer comes out next month. Remember how they have an Albert Einstein cameo in Oppenheimer? Oh, huh? shit. It's I'm probably Albert it. Einstein. I feel like Oppenheimer should be on here. Is Oppenheimer not no. on there? Damn. Unless they included him in Revolutionaries. No, he's not on here. Are there any fictional people on here? No. Like Barbie's not on this list? No, 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 no. She should be. Okay, cool. So who's number two? <laughs> but isn't that like crazy to like, you're like thinking of people and you're like, Einstein feels like it shouldn't be on, like it doesn't feel like he's this, this time. I don't think, I think my brain doesn't consider Albert Einstein a real person. I feel like he's a concept. Yeah. I think we invented him. I'm trying to figure out who number two is. Mm-hmm. And it's a political person. It's another leader. Uh, a world leader. Leader in revolutionaries. American? I assume not. No. Can you give me era? No. Because I'll give it away? I just can't. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, quite frankly, can't. Do you know who this person is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's number two on the list. <laughs> I just couldn't tell you the year. So that means he's not connected to like a major war? No. Interesting. I wouldn't, yeah, he's not connected to like Gandhi. a- Gandhi. Yes. Okay. Gandhi's number two, yes. <laughs> it's Gandhi. Okay, great. Do you want to do any more guesses for the uh, artist entertainers? I thought um, you can get more of them. I know. Like, of who... I'll um, also see if I can do any fun hints as I go through. Yeah. Get, you know, One of these people was in this movie also. Yeah, it's Ed Sheeran. We already, we already, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already covered Oh, he's that. number one. He's actually number zero. <laughs> they have a special Pope John Paul is on here. Oh, okay. Second. He's I, the only Pope. So I've here's seen. my thing. And maybe this shows my, you know... Your bias against... My idiocy? And yeah. that I'm like, how can one Pope be more famous than the other Popes? What could he do? The only Popes I know of that I'm like, oh, the famous Popes are the one, that time where they were like three different dudes who were like, I'm the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the two Popes the from War the movie. The War of Three Popes. It's, or the two Popes from the movie, Two Popes. <laughs> or Jude Law's Young Pope from the TV show Young Pope. The precursor to young Sheldon. Oh, obviously Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory oh, yeah, on yeah. here. You know how I said there were no fictional characters? I lied. He's yeah. in here. Oh, he's, he's real. Um, Anna de Armas, of course. Uh-huh. Oh, Marilyn Monroe. Yes. <laughs> Interestingly God enough, damn it. not under artists and entertainers. Under like... Heroes and icons. I mean, good for her. Yeah. I mean, she's an icon, yeah. There are a few other actors under icons, I should say. Remember the time that I looked up famous kidnapped babies? <laughs> yeah. His father Hinden- Oh, Hindenburg. No, Lindbergh. Lindbergh. <laughs> the Hindenburg's the blimp. Charles I, Lindbergh is on here. I the father of that baby. Can't express how I get those confused constantly. I don't blame you. That's my only thing. Like how my dad cannot tell Al Pacino and Robert De Niro apart. I cannot tell you which one is the baby and which one is the blimp that exploded. <laughs> oh, we're missing a big one. A big one? A big one. Yeah, it's Kermit. You're not that. Is far- it Jim? Is no. Jim on? Oh, it's not Jim. Oh, Walt. Yes. <laughs> yes, Walt Disney is on here. I was like, is Jim on there? <laughs> He should be. He should be. I think he should be. There are, I think, two other musicians on this list. Musicians? Yes. Under artists and entertainers, there's two other musicians. Elvis. No. What? Mm Mm-mm. That can't be Unless he's under icons. No? No fucking way. Wait. No? You're kidding me. That was a really, like, a blue balls. (laughs) Could he be under precedence? No, he's not on here. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. When I tell you the ones who are on here, I think it'll make sense. I don't know, man. You can't get bigger than Elvis. Louis Armstrong. (laughs) I would say in terms of like American and like world culture, yeah. Elvis is bigger. Well, Louis, I think, made a bigger effect on jazz than I'm Elvis sure. did on his. Like as far Elvis, as people say that Elvis invented rock and roll. Well, the Beatles are on here. Michael Jackson? No. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying this list is correct. I'm just telling you this is the so list. So we don't have the king of rock and roll or the king of pop. No. We have the king of jazz. Yes. And the Beatles. Yep. There's like one more. Yep. A folk musician. 
Steve Martin on the banjo, obviously. When he got to start at yeah. Knott's Berry Farm? <laughs> with Steve, Steve Martin, but only at Knott's Berry Farm. Folk musician. Yeah. I assume I know this person. Yeah, yeah, I think you do. I can't tell you any of his songs, but I know the name. <laughs> God, who is it? Bob Dylan's on this list. Okay. Uh, folk is a little bit That's of a stretch. That's just what he's listed as. Folk is a bit of a stretch. Fine. Fine. There Fine. are two actors under this category. I two actors. I assume they're older actors. Older actors. James Dean? No, but you're kind of in the like right, right fight. Yeah, right I, I, I was figuring it wasn't 80s actors. It's Meryl's not on there. Judy Garland? No. What? Elizabeth Taylor? Nope. Katherine Hepburn? Mm-mm. TV star. <laughs> TV star? Is what she's listed as. It's just, it's just Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. From Friends. Oh, Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. <laughs> it's just David Schwimmer. <laughs> it's not the cast of Friends, it's just, just Ross. <laughs> just Ross. And then you're like in the right vein with James Dean for the male actor. Um, James Franco, obviously. Oh, of course. Same vein as James Dean. Yeah. I mean, watch me be completely wrong. But I think I'm, I, I think I'm objectively correct. <laughs> so it's, 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 like, it's like a cool bad boy. Same vibe, yeah. It's Jimmy Dean, the guy who makes the breakfast sausages. <laughs> yeah, he's under here as an actor. <laughs> you just got a little bit confused. You thought it was his brother. Yeah. Um, fuck. Oh, the Kennedys are on here just as a dynasty. Helen Keller, Che Guevara, the two guys who climbed Mount Everest. <laughs> what? Oh, like, like Edmund Hillary? Yeah. Okay. So there's a second guy? Tenzing Norgay, yeah. Oh, I think that was like his, like, what his are those two called? Dudes. I don't know the correct term. Uh, yeah. But I know like, the offensive term. Yeah. Or what I think is the offensive term. I don't know, but the guy just carrying all the shit. Yeah. The guy who honestly did the actual climbing. <laughs> Jackie Robinson is on this list. I was going to ask about other athletes, but... Harvey Milk. Fine for the gays. Yeah, for the gays. For the gays. For what he did for the gays. For what? <laughs> also the, uh, the the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, which I think is a fun fun addition. Now, which of these people wouldn't have existed in this universe? Who, I think what the... I want to know is who would have taken the Beatles' place? <laughs> would it have been Elvis? Oh, in this list? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out that actor. Yeah. I'm sure I know who it is. I'm positive you know who it is. Can you name anything he's done? No. <laughs> of course not. I want to say Casablanca, but I don't think it is. I'm trying to pick, like, the weirdest one. Apocalypse Now? I'm sorry? Marlon Brando? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I'll you know what I mean? give it to you. Fine, Time Magazine. You can have that one. <laughs> no, I meant more like saying that he's similar to James Dean. Yeah, you know, just in tight white just shirt in vibe. Street. So it's just, you're thinking of Marlon Brando in Streetcar Named Desire. Five, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of similar in Godfather. Just kind of like a... a I'm sorry, do you know how old he is in no, Godfather? Yeah. Like 80. He's like a cool guy. <laughs> he's quite old and Nelson wrinkled. Mandela's on this list. Fair. What about Morgan Freeman as Nelson Mandela? No. What about... That's because that's... The, the, is anybody that... from the Titanic on here? I don't... Like the captain? Um, that's or, a good question. Or Jack? Would he be under scientists and leaders? I don't know, because or... whatever he built didn't work. What 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 American Girl doll are we missing? <laughs> Who from Cement? This era is there. There's a, the, uh, someone under Heroes and Icons that I think you would. Kermit the Frog. I, I already told you. He's um, under I think. And I think you're... we've already established he's under Leaders and Revolutionaries. Uh... <laughs> Big influence hero person person who Superman Stanley no Jack Kirby no damn someone that like everyone knew about. Not because necessarily of what she did. Monica Lewinsky? No. Oh. <laughs> no. It'd be crazy if she was on there and not, not Clinton. Clinton. I kind of would love that. <laughs> I dig that. I would say she influenced things. Ruth Bader Ginsburg? No. Um, 
Oh, Mother Teresa? Yes, but that's not who I was thinking of, but yes. Oh. She's one of those where I'm like, that's the 20th century? Uh, she's one of those where I'm like, that was a person? <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's like, it makes sense that she's on this list, but I think it's hard to think of her when you're thinking of just like, people. Well, because women, all they do is be shopping, you know? They be shopping. That's why Coco Chanel's on this list. Oh, good for her! <laughs> Coco Chanel and Estee Lauder are both on this list. Fine. It is Diana, Prince of, Princess of Wales. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. right? Doesn't that, Okay, that, but she's still a person. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's more of a person than Mother Teresa is, I think. I mean, I, I, in, in what sense? Is the queen on here? No. Really? Princess Diana is on here. The queen... And not the queen? Is not on here. Who at this point would have had a 50-year reign? And it doesn't look like they only did people who were dead by now. The, look- there's one criminal mastermind on here. Um, um, um. Who's the guy who jumped out of the plane? Is it... <laughs> not him it's not jd cooper bd cooper bd cooper what do you mean what do you mean it's not bd cooper oh is it like fucking um al capone no but like it is lucky luciano you're telling me that guy's more influential than al capone it's not up to me okay you're telling me that guy did some shit father of broadcasting is on here um turner david sarnoff um, there's Ray Kroc on here because he's a hamburger meister. Oh, that's the guy who um, started McDonald's. Yeah, him. Yeah. He's on here as a hamburger meister. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, I, I'm more... That's a fair point. I'm more okay with him being on here than a lot yeah. of the others. That's a good... Like, that's fair. Would McDonald's exist in this universe? Or would they just sell Pepsi products? Like... That's a good fucking question. I don't know. I feel like McDonald's and Coca-Cola are, like, pretty intertwined. I feel like Taco Bell would have trouble existing. <laughs> with the Bahamblast? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because if we're in a world where it's everyone a, a, has Pepsi products. It's a Sierra Mist blast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much worse. Um, I think that's all the, all the... The other person I think is interesting is Bruce Lee. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Also on here is a few that are just... The American GI. Their gastrointestinal system? Mm-hmm. Okay, like Charles Merrill's on this list. Like the, that, the, the little... Who? Charles Merrill. And, and that's thing. Oh. The little category... And Charles Manson isn't? No. Oh my god. I feel like Bundy should be on here. Is Sharon Tate still alive in this universe? Helter Skelter's named after a Beatles song. You're right. <laughs> You're fucking right. Natalie's foot is shaking. You're fucking right. Natalie's body is vibrating. You're right. <laughs> You're fucking right. Is this, is all- a, this, movie's a pre- this movie is a prequel for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> like- no, guys, I feel like we just unpacked something really important. Architect of the American Mafia. Oh, and the event, the Walmart Dynamo. Sure. Sam Walton. Whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, I mean, like, fine, I guess. Like, and that, I, like I, yeah, I guess Walmart has a bigger effect than Elvis Presley did. But that's such a weird know, thing to try and quantify. Like, yes, I can guarantee you that Elvis Presley has more of an influence than Lucky Luciano. He made the mob. Lucky Luciano created the the Italian mob in the U.S. Elvis was so big. I know I had said like no band had had this kind of like impact before the Beatles. I think Elvis had. Elvis's career was pretty short though, wasn't it? No, he started in 54 and basically worked until he died. It was like 20 years. Because there's two different Elvises. There's the young one with like the hips and the lips. And yeah. there's um, old fat Vegas Elvis yeah. that like thank, ha- thank had- you very much. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Michael oh. Jackson feels like he should be on this right? list. Right. Which is why I'm also wondering if there was a bias for people who were like still alive. Like, were they right. like, I'm sure Michael Jackson. He's going to live forever. I'm sure he's going to continue on the exact same trajectory that we know him for into the 2000s. He won't become known for anything else. I'm going to see when allegations started. Because I wonder if that <gasps> had a thing oh. to do with it. They were it. just like, ooh. No, dude, the allegations started in 1993. And those were like the really serious ones. So oh, I think they, so that could have, that that could have could knocked have, them off. That could have impacted Now, it. if the Beatles didn't exist, Michael Jackson would be on there. Maybe. <laughs> he, he was number 101. What'd you Actually, think? no, Michael Jackson would be even bigger because he had a really strong relationship with Pepsi Cola. <gasps> Pepsi commercial accident. <gasps> would you put Michael Jackson on this list over Elvis? I'd still put Elvis. You pick Elvis over MJ. In November 1983, Jackson and his brothers partnered with PepsiCo in a $5 million promotional deal that broke records for a celebrity endorsement. And then they filmed a commercial. Now imagine that, but they never had to break the record for Coke. They yeah. just got to just do it plain. Sorry, I'm not, I didn't know about this and I know a lot of things. They were filming a Pepsi commercial and they were doing a simulated concert and pyrotechnics set Michael Jackson's hair on fire, causing second degree burns to his scalp. Um, he had a lot of other advertising deals, but none of them were as significant as his deals with Pepsi. So I feel like... And that would remain true in the world of yesterday. I think he is untouched by the world of yesterday. Wow. This, this, this goes along with like one of my favorite things that's just so upsetting. The idea that Martin Luther King and Anne Frank were born the same year. And Barbara Walters. Don't fuck with me like this. No, that's the one that makes it crazy. Because Barbara Walters died... Last year, there's all, but that's like there's something crazy about people who a lot of these people died of un, like not naturally. So it's crazy to think that like Anne Frank would be that old, but we only know of her as yeah. how long she lived, yeah. how old she lived to be. Yeah, but like, I think Oppenheimer should be on there. Yeah, I and I think we could have lost one of the three Roosevelts. <laughs> Like, I agree with you. I love Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know why he's... I think he paid for this list. I think people like Teddy Roosevelt just because he didn't do anything bad. So I think it's also like a part of like a... He's a very safe president. He's a have, very safe president. To have as a favorite president. But he didn't do that much. Well, he did... Like, a, sure, he established national parks. Great. He did speak softly and carry a big stick. Yeah. Tell me what that means. It just means be nice. No, it means be nice and then hit people with a <laughs> stick. <laughs> it means be nice, but always have a gun. Like, yeah. I feel like he did that, and then we went straight into World War One, and I think a lot of his shit became null. <laughs> like, I feel like we really stopped caring. He was really big on, like, going and looking at bears. <laughs> I can't get over the Elvis thing. I didn't think you'd be so mad on Elvis's behalf. It's just because, like, he, I would put him on the same level as the Beatles. Like, in terms of, like, cultural impact. Did he have an effect abroad? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There goes my argument. <laughs> Why is Yoko Ono not on this list? You know what? Like, I feel like Bezos would be at the top of... Oh, yeah. Like if we're Although doing... it is only 2023. Yeah, we're only... We're not even a quarter way into the century. Who knows what'll happen? I hope they die. There's a there's a meme. Bezos? And, yeah, me too. And, and this is... this is. Oh my god, we didn't talk about summary. This is gonna age this podcast to a very specific week, but I saw a meme that was like a, like this giant monster holding a stick and um, pointing it at um, Elon, uh, Jeff Bezos... Probably the Walmart guy. Bill Gates and like some other billionaire... And it's just them going, just go, go explore the Titanic. Go look. Go look. Don't you want to go explore the Titanic? I would be fine putting the entire Walmart family on that fucking submarine. 
Because they're awful people. Oh, are they? Yeah. I was like, why do you know so much about the Walmart Because it's like family? four, like there's like four of them who are on like the top 100 list because they have so much money and they treat their people like absolute shit. Who's the guy from, um, what is the fucking guy with the, uh, God. <laughs> with the hat? Theory it's... of everything guy. Oh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, I'm surprised. But again, Einstein, I think, would go over Hawking yeah, and Oppenheimer. Yeah, 100%. When were most of his things, though? <laughs> Who no, was on um, this list? Benedict Cumberbatch in um, the... Sorry, it came out the same year as Theory yes. of Everything. Um, the Turing. 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 Why was Turing not on Turing, there? Turing, I think, is on here. Oh. <laughs> I'm just silly. I'm so sorry. That's another one for the gays. Alan yeah. Turing. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I saw computer scientists, and I was like... No, he invented the computer. Yeah, my brain just was like, yeah, sure. He's also gay. What did you learn? What did I learn? I learned that fucking nobody cares about Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I learned that you care a lot about Elvis. <laughs> um, and I learned that maybe it is true that Paul McCartney and John Lennon only hung out because of cigarettes and Coca-Cola. I learned that... We, we have nothing to prove that other than this. I learned that film bros really wanted Sharon Tate to live. <laughs> And I learned that film bros are to Sharon Tate what Mark Wahlberg is to 9-11. Where they're like, if I'd been there. It's because when they think of Sharon Tate, they think of shoeless Margot Robbie. And so they're like, I need her back. I need her back. Where can we find you? Oh, where can we find you? Where can we find you? You can't. Okay. Well, you can find me in Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah, just there. Please don't come to the other cities. I won't be. You can find the podcast on TikTok at Stop Your Ruining It. Me on TikTok at Saved by the Dells. Instagram at Delaney Sears. You can find us on Kofi and request a movie or just um, pay for us to eat food in New Zealand. Request a movie. Asterix, we have the right to reject any movie. <laughs> Um, that's uh, kofi.com slash Delaney Sears. And so the next the next thing we'll be talking about is going to be all of the Lord of the Rings It's the movies. thing that we are both, we have put off till the last fucking minute, both of us. That's why I wanted, you know. Neither I, of us feels like doing that. So look out next week for us trying to watch all of the Lord of the Rings movies before we go to New Zealand. All right, guys, we'll be on a plane soon. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye.